It has been a long time since I sat down in front of this microphone for the purposes of recording a podcast for Water's Edge Fellowship. Last year, the decision was made to suspend our podcast production due to time restraints related to publication of those podcasts. But I am excited to say that God has opened the door to where we can once again begin to produce a weekly podcast, the Water's Edge Fellowship Midweek Moment. And that is going to begin with this one, our inaugural relaunch. And so I just want to say thank you for tuning in and spending the next few moments as we begin to explore what we've done before, but also look at some fresh areas. And so if you would... Just sit back and let's spend the next few moments together. Hello, I'm Pastor Dave Carver, lead pastor at Water's Edge Fellowship in Burley, Idaho. And I want to thank you for joining me for this midweek moment. Now, if you're able to, grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's get started. Joshua chapter 3, three different truths that I believe have impact on us beyond just the taking a step of faith. And so as we turn there, as we look at that, we're going to look at a couple passages. First, I'll read Joshua 3 verses 2 through 4, which tell us this. At the end of the three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people As soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priests, then you shall set out from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it, about 2,000 cubits in length. Do not come near it, in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. In this, I'm seeing instantly that there is something both for the leader and for the member, the follower, the believer, for you and for me. And the first is this. I'm going to pick on myself first as the leader, whether you're a pastor, a deacon, a church leader, or whatever. The interesting thing that we see here is that they are called into the water first. Those that were carrying the Ark of the Covenant were going to be the ones that were called in the water which is important for us to acknowledge that God has not called the leaders to sit back and push the congregation or push the believers into the water. Instead, he is calling them to take a step of faith also. In fact, their step of faith serving as an example of what it is that he is calling the greater body to do. And so it is important as, as we look at this, as, as I have challenged my own church, Water's Edge, to take some significant steps of faith that we will be taking throughout this next year. It is not that God has called me to lead from the mountaintop and to call them into the tough places, but rather for me to lead and be the first example of that step of faith as we move into those tough places. The high priest didn't stand behind as the people carried the load. The high priest led the way. In fact, it was their journey into the water that began the crossing. That's the first thing. The second thing I think that comes out of this is important because this affects all of us. This affects pastors as well as congregants. And that is that many times when we see that God is about to do something, we jump out and we just do it. 
not thinking that God has a plan of how to do it, not even thinking that God has a plan of what our first and next step would be, because in our mind, we know that he's what he wants the end result to be. And so we're just going to take it upon ourselves to jump in. And I'm just imagining it in my mind as I'm reading this story, as Joshua is communicating to what is to be the nation of Israel, the Hebrew people, which is a a large group at this point. They take off running for the water. They take off running and diving in the Jordan River. And we know that at this point, it's at high flow. It's at flood stage. And in their mind, they're going to just swim across because God has called them to go into this land without even a thought of what will happen. And they get lost in the wake. They get washed downstream. They get taken off course. And to be honest, I believe that many of us have that experience where we sense that God is doing. And so we just, we don't wait to hear what it is that we're to do. Instead, we just start doing, hoping that God will follow us, hoping that God will bless our actions. And that's not at all what obedience looks like. In fact, if we look again back at the last portion of that verse, verse 4, it says, Do not come near it in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. See, it's not just important that we do and move into the places that God calls for us. It's that we do and move into those places the way that he calls us to do it. Faith isn't setting out and asking God to bless your plan. Faith is setting out to do God's will, God's way. There isn't partial obedience. There is either obedience or disobedience. And God has never said to his people, listen, in the end, I want you guys to occupy that land. Or in the end, I want you to accomplish this. Now, how you get there is up to you. You figure that out. That has never been God's God's method. God's method has always been to show us where we are going, and then to expect that we will follow him. In fact, that's the last point I think that we pull out of this passage. If we move down just a few verses, what we see in Joshua 3 verse 11 is this. It says, Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is passing over before you into the Jordan. Now just think about this for a second, if you would. This is the Hebrew people's most prized possession. Above everything else that they possess, this is their very presence of God. You would think that they would send it to the back for a couple reasons. One is that they are, they are crossing over a river that, is, that has swelled beyond its banks, that is running rapidly, and it has not stopped yet. Now, there has been word from God that it will stop, but it has not stopped. And so we don't want the risk of having us go in and having this ark being washed downstream, as well as we are crossing over into a hostile land. And so to have the ark out there in front of us, we have no idea what armies could amass on the other side We have no idea what waits for us, and so the ark should be to the back so that it is well protected in case that there is an an attack, in case of the water, in case of all of these things, and yet that is not what has happened. In fact, what God has communicated, commanded, 
is that the ark will pass over before them, and this is true today. There has never been a time when God has asked his people to step out in faith that he has not gone before them. There has never been a time, a situation where God has not asked his people to make bold faith moves that he has not gone before them and prepared the way. This is consistent through all of time. This is consistent through every story that God has provided where he is moving in and amongst his people. And and there isn't a story in the Bible that you can find that is contrary to this. There is never a verse that you will find that says, where God says to his people, you go on ahead. It has always been, follow me, come with me, walk with me, abide. And in this example, that I will go before you. I will prepare the way. As a church, you're not just following your pastor. And you're not walking blindly. As a congregation of both leaders and congregants, the Lord goes before us. He sets the path and we're to follow. Not run ahead, not fall behind, but walk with. And this is such a challenge for us because there are times where we don't want to step out because stepping out is scary. Our feet are going to get wet and there is no security in a raging river. There are other times where we want to run way ahead because in our mind we know what's on the horizon. And in both instances, God calls us to walk with him. Now, I don't know for everybody who is listening what this year has in store for you. But I do know this. God has great things in store for you. God's plan is to do amazing things in you and through you throughout 2024. And his desire is that you would be obedient in walking with him through the very challenging times, through the very scary and dark times, through the very difficult and discouraging times, knowing that he is there before you, preparing the way, and all you simply have to do is obey. My prayer for you and my prayer for myself through this coming years is that our answer will be simple. Yes, Lord. God bless for us because there are times where we don't want to step out because stepping out is scary our feet are going to get wet and there is no security in a raging river there are other times where we want to run way ahead because in our mind we know what's on the horizon and in both instances God calls us to walk with him now I don't know for everybody who is listening what this year has in store for you But I do know this, God has great things in store for you. God's plan is to do amazing things in you and through you throughout 2024. And his desire is that you would be obedient in walking with him through the very challenging times, through the very scary and dark times, through the very difficult and discouraging times, knowing that he is there before you preparing the way And all you simply have to do is obey. My prayer for you and my prayer for myself through this coming years is that our answer will be simple. Yes, Lord. God bless. 
Thank you again for listening today. If you are in our area and are interested in joining us for one of our services, you can find us on the web at www.watersedgeidaho.org or by searching for our page on Facebook. Have a great day and I hope you will join us again soon.